Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We're excited to welcome RJ Choppy, who's the morning host, morning co-host from our Dallas affiliate 105.3, the fan getting ready, warming up those chops, RJ. What do you say about this game this morning when you first get on the air? Uh, I think it was as as we expected uh, all week. I mean, the Cowboys have been rolling at home. They they really play a different brand of football at home. Philadelphia's been sputtering, and the Cowboys off of a, of a little kind of a mini bye, right? So they played on a Thursday night, so they had ten days off. Philadelphia was off a regular rest week. This was kind of like as we expected. We thought the Cowboys, at least I did, they were going to go in and they were going to beat them up, uh, you know, and win by double figures, cover the spread easily. So. It wasn't that all that surprising. Um, I mean, the turnovers that Philadelphia had, they've been a little surprised, you know, getting all three fumbles back. But uh, other than that, I mean, the Cowboys offense is just rolling right now, and it clicks on all cylinders at home. Why? Why is it so much better at home? Great question. Uh, they're, they're, they're really not good on grass, period. Like, the turf, playing on turf, this, this team's got a lot of speed, and that really kind of shows up. I think they've lost like eight of their last ten games or some number like that on grass. Um, and that, 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 that's troubling because Super Bowls generally have been played on grass <laughs> lately, but you know, not this year. I, don't think. I think you know Vegas is, uh, is, is a turf field. But, um, yeah, it, I, I really don't know the answer to that. Um, it, it's, it's surprising, but like when they, when they play at home, uh, you know, they, their fall starts are less, obviously, which I think is normal around the league, but they just play at a faster pace. Has Dak Prescott changed the minds of those Cowboys fans who doubt that they can win with him now based on his performance since the Niners game? Yeah, I mean, I, I think you have to be a real um, a real Dak hater to, uh, to to not really see what's going on here. You know, the first several years of his career, there were, there were two camps. You were either a Dak fan or you were a Romo fan <laughs> who never could get over the fact that Dak <laughs> took his job. <Right>. And... and <laughs> Uh, and, and I'm sure there are still those that, that, that feel that way, but they've kind of gotten over it at, at this point. I mean, he's playing just a great brand of football, and, and the, the MVP race is uh, – it, it, it's, it's him, it's Brock Purdy, and we, we looked at this as like an elimination game kind of thing, even though it's really not. I mean, the winner of the division is going to be in, in play for the MVP either way. But, I mean, Dak clearly is separating himself, we, I think, from – from Hertz right now, based on last night's performance and, and the way he's played over the last five or six weeks, to where it's, it's him, it's Purdy, and you want to throw somebody else, they're fine. But I mean, he's he's playing at such a high level. It's really hard for Cowboy fans to think that if you still are a Dak uh, Dak hater, 
um, that you, you really have much leg to stand on. What difference have you seen since Mike McCarthy took over calling plays and Kellen Moore moved on to the Chargers, which I, sp- I suppose is uh, something that may not last very long given their record and their tenure, but what changed? Well, they tried to change the whole thing in the, uh, in the offseason. They tried to make it, you know, obviously the West Coast offense, you know, one, two, three-step band, get it out. They just tried to get the ball out faster, even though it's not like they was holding on to the ball a lot of before. Um, but it didn't work. You know, like they went back and they, they kind of changed up a lot of things after that Niners game and then after the Charger game when they had a bye week. They changed up a lot. Um, so it, it, it's not like it's not a traditional West Coast offense. They're allowing Jackson more, more you know, leeway to you know break the pocket, and, and, and he really started using his legs more. Um, and, and you know, he didn't necessarily use his legs last night, um, but he's been able to get out of the pocket, throw on the run, you know, break the one, you know, the typical three steps on a West Coast offense that you would get. And, and, you know, you know CeeDee Lamb also, uh, his emergence has been tremendous. Right. Uh, Brandon Cook's emergence, and, and really Ferguson, the tight end, uh, who is, is, a, uh, is a younger player. But, man, he has really turned into uh, a real big weapon for Dak. RJ Choppy is with us getting set for his morning show. It starts at 5.30 Central Time on our Dallas affiliate, 105.3 The Fan. It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence here on CBS Sports Radio. Uh, so I don't suppose Kellen Moore would be headed back to Dallas if he doesn't keep his job there in L.A. But are you surprised, just out of curiosity, with how bad the Chargers offense has been this season? Nothing surprises me with the Chargers. Like literally, <laughs> not, literally nothing surprises me. We, we think they have uh, a great quarterback, and the great quarterbacks don't put up the kind of numbers that they put up. Like, we think we have a great, they have a great offensive coordinator, and, you know, like, that, it's just not working. It's not working there. Like, their head coach is, I mean, he is what he is. I mean, I, I kind of like some of the things he does, but then, like, they're completely, they're completely dysfunctional. Like, I, nothing surprises me in L.A. Uh, it, they played 16 road home games or whatever. It's like, it's crazy what goes on over there. All right, so then how about this for a surprise? How often does Jerry Jones surprise you on his weekly interview? Every week. <laughs> Every week. And then that's, if it doesn't matter if it's some old saying from the 1930s or 40s <laughs> or whatever, or if it's just something that he says that's like, what? Uh, <laughs> he surprises us every week. It never, it never fails. So then when he said on Sunday night that this was the biggest win in Mike McCarthy's four seasons as coach, do you agree with that? Are you on board with that? Oh, I mean, it's hard to beat a playoff win. Right. Tom Brady in a playoff game is kind of <laughs> hard to beat, even though that wasn't like, you know, vintage Brady or anything. Um, yeah, I would probably say, no, I think the playoff win might be a little bit bigger than this, but this puts them in a position to get what they have to have. This team can't win three road games, I don't think, in a postseason, especially if they have to go, you know, to Philadelphia and to San Francisco uh, again, that, there's that, 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 that grass, natural grass theory where they haven't played well in grass. I, I think that's too much to ask. Uh, so from, from that standpoint, the future, this might be a bigger win. But, yeah, it's hard, it's hard to say that you're, any win is bigger than a playoff win that's in the regular season. Mm. All right, so let's talk about the 28-year-old rookie kicker who's actually a Dallas product. I didn't realize that he grew up in the Dallas area. How much is this legend of Brandon Aubrey growing over these first few months? He is. Uh, we call him Aubramatic, and he is. Uh, he, he, <laughs> like it. Yeah, he's 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 tremendous. 
because going into the season, we had never heard of this guy. Um, <laughs> we we some in camp. They had him. They had uh, a couple other guys that were kind of competing for that job. And man, I don't know if it's something out there with the wind and Oxnard. The ball doesn't travel well, but we were like, God, these guys can't make anything from like forty-five yards. Like they can't make anything. And next thing you know, you go to the regular season. This dude's like pounding sixty yarders and you know fifty-something yarders and right down the middle. Uh, he, he's been phenomenal. There's there's no other word, there's no other word to use other than that. Like this guy's like he's automatic right now. And I had no idea that this had never happened before. So I know he's made uh, more kicks in a row or more consecutive kicks to start a career than any other. But I had no idea that there was never been a kicker in NFL history with two field goals of at least 59 yards in the same game. I mean, I suppose you could guess that, but he's the first to do that. This Aubramatic kicker from Dallas, who's a rookie, first guy ever to do that is pretty incredible. I I, I didn't know that either. Like that's That's wild. I mean, you would think that. Somebody would have had it in Denver uh, at some point by now, uh, just in the high high altitude. I had no idea that was that was a that was a thing until last night. That's pretty cool. Like he's he's he's, had, he's done nothing but make kicks this year. It's it's, it's like refreshing to have a, a guy that you don't worry about when they kick. Mm. It's really, it, it's just something we haven't had much. I mean, last year you know with Brett Maher the playoff game missing four extra points. It's uh, it was it was it was a bad end to the season, and, and this is completely different. So just about 45 seconds here, RJ, before I let you go, other than grass, since you already mentioned that, what's the Achilles heel for these Dallas Cowboys? What's the biggest threat to them? Oh, the Niners in general. <laughs> uh, they, they just, they're, they're the boogeyman. The Niners in general are. <laughs> they, 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 the matchups are terrible. Um, you know, like from a coaching standpoint, like Shanahan has, has really kind of separated himself. Uh, it's just, you know, Purdy is just so smart. He doesn't make mistakes. They're just a... They're a monster to have to deal with. The Cowboys want no part of them. Just get them on the other side of the bracket and hope somebody picks them off. <laughs> All right. Good stuff in Dallas, though, on this Monday morning. RJ Choppy is on Twitter at RJ Choppy. Get ready to do his show in just about 40 minutes or so. Sean and RJ from 530 to 10 Central Time on our Dallas affiliate, 1053 The Fan. They always have Jerry Jones on Tuesday mornings, right? Tuesday morning at 830. All right. Prepare to be surprised yet again. Thank you, RJ. I appreciate a couple of minutes. Thank you. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did.